Welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. This is a very special episode. This is day two of the two-part series, Inner Guide. I am so excited that you have found this episode because this two-part series is all about developing your intuition, your inner guide, your inner guidance system, tuning in and relying on it in your daily life. So in this day two, we are going to deepen our understanding from yesterday and talk all about how to use your intuition in your daily life. I talk about your subtle energy body as well as a state that I call intuitive superflow. So this beautiful series is part of the launch of Awakened Intuition, which is my five-week intuitive development and third eye activation group program. It is such a beautiful program and it's for anyone wanting to develop their intuition, learn their intuitive type, learn how to manifest with it, how to activate their third eye, and even develop their psychic and mediumship abilities. So if intuition has been calling for you and you're ready to dive in with me, I invite you to join in Awakened Intuition. Check the show notes below. And without further ado, let's dive into day two of Inner Guide. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Inner Guide Day 2. How are you doing? I am so excited to be here. Hello, hello everybody. Thank you so much for joining me. This is day two of Inner Guide. Hello, hello. Today we are launching all into taking this a little bit deeper. Awesome, awesome. It's also day one is now an episode on the podcast. So if anyone wants to go back and listen to the goodness, it is up on the Awakening Her podcast as well. Um, So yesterday we talked all about the sort of foundational, can we rely on it? How do we rely on it? How do we tell the, the difference between the ego and the intuition and, you know, the other random thoughts, all the voices in our heads, unless I'm the only one, which I know I'm not. Um, And so today we're taking this a little bit deeper. Hello, Lindsay. So excited you guys are here. Thank you so much for tuning in, but for spending this time on yourself. This is so fun. I love when what I'm saying resonates and you want to be a part of it and want to hear and see what's, see what's here for you with your intuition. It's just incredible. You guys are so eager and ready and willing. And that's what is going to determine your success. And I see that in you, everybody that is here. Okay. So today we're going to dive in a little bit deeper. We're going to talk about how to use your intuition in your everyday life. We're going to talk about your emotions. We're going to talk about intuitive superflow, which is a state that I call when you get into this pocket of intuition and you start trusting it and relying on it the stuff that opens up in life, the guidance that you now have access to. It's really, really exciting. So, um, yeah, it's going to be really great. So I just wanted to say, if anybody doesn't know me, my name is Talia Joy. Thank you for coming, for being in my corner of the internet, whether you're listening to this on the podcast as a replay, or you're here live with me, like all of you beautiful souls are on Instagram. It is my pleasure. It is my joy to be here. It is my purpose to be here, to be helping you, to be guiding, to be sharing. So intuition has been the thing that has you know, radically changed my life. And so, yes, we can master the law of attraction and yes, we can get into manifestation, but when you allow yourself to be led inside, that's building a business that's aligned with your soul. That's navigating what to eat or what to do or how to heal in a way that's 
that is aligned with your soul. So just going from a place of what do I do and what is my path and how am I going to get out of this and what is right for me and what is not into this place of realizing that you have an inner guide. And so yesterday we talked about how your intuition is your soul speaking to you. It is spirit speaking or coming, presenting messages through you. That is your intuition. So the more that you learn to rely on it and learn what is the intuition, what is the ego, like we talked about yesterday, I had touched on for anyone that wasn't there, just how the intuition is a whisper. It's a whisper within and the ego yells. The ego tells you why you can't do something and your intuition is like, you're loved. You're not alone. Go for it. You know, be brave. You're worthy. You're enough. Um, you're beautiful. It's telling you these beautiful truths that are coming from source that are coming from your soul that are coming from your spirit teams and guides and angels. It's coming from that higher perspective. And they know without a shadow of a doubt that you are not only enough and worthy, but you're only, all you're meant to do is be you. And so the intuition is telling you and guiding you to step more fully into who you are. So whether it's going on a certain trip because that place has called you and you don't know why, or it's somebody, you have a yes feeling or a no feeling, all of these things are guiding you towards your highest purpose, your highest experience, your highest expression. Whereas the ego actually has this dampening tone of you can't do that. They're going to laugh at you. Or how are you ever going to make a living doing that? Or you'll never do it. You failed before, right? We talked about this yesterday. So first and foremost, as we're deciphering and working through all of the voices in our heads, (laughs) knowing that anything yelly, anything judgy, anything condescending, anything pulling you down is the ego. It is not your intuition. Your intuition is love. It's expansiveness. And we're going to get into that today. It's expansion, not contraction. So now we want to move into this place where we start to rely on it more and trust in it more. And it, that for me has been the thing that has allowed me to witness in my business when something's not working and to try to decide, Hey Phoenix, try to decide like, what is here for me? What is my path to do this, to get healthy, to heal my body? You know, I've been going through a healing journey as I've shared on the podcast of being in chronic pain since I was about 12, not realizing I have a genetic genetic tissue, connective tissue disorder that cannot be cured and is genetic and my connective tissue is faulty. And I refuse to accept that. So I've been on an intuitive journey of going, how do I discover my path for healing? So maybe you're healing anxiety, or maybe it's excess weight or trauma you've been through, or you're just looking to expand to stop self-sabotaging or whatever it is for you, whatever's in your way. Your intuition will lead you to how to heal that, what your path is. And I continuously kept being led to inner child healing. And I started teaching inner child healing. And then I started being introduced to who is now my mentor. And I had this buzz when I met her, like, I don't know why, but she's going to be important in your life. And I had to pursue it. Like I had to inside. It was like, don't let her go. This is important. And I wasn't even mentor shopping at the time, but something was about her. And she's all about unconditional love and healing that inner child in the deepest way that I've ever experienced. And all of a sudden, I'm starting to realize why I've been in pain, what I'm actually carrying in my connective tissue, in my being. I'm carrying emotion. I'm carrying trauma. I'm carrying stuff. And as I start to heal that, 
my body goes through changes. And so that was all intuitively led, (laughs) but I could ask around and go, what did you do for pain? And what did you do for pain? And someone would go, I do T3s. And someone else is like, yoga's changed my life, chiropractor, massage, you know, but I had to find my way. And I'm continuing to find my way. So intuition is, is like one of the most important things in my life and helped me to heal from my eating disorder. As I talk about all the time and start leaning into intuitive eating and start leaning into being guided from love for myself, not from pushing and not from ego and not from, I'm not enough. It's done everything in my life. I couldn't even, I I actually get the feeling of like, cannot fathom life without it at this point. Like cannot for any of you that have children or maybe even pets or whoever, like I can't imagine them not in my life. It's like, I just can't, I don't know what that would even be like. And that's how it feels with intuition. Like I have no clue what I would even be doing if I didn't have it now, because then if we're not having it, as I said, we're going like, what did you do? And what did you do? And what is the right way? And why am I so blocked? And what did you do? And what did you do? And ah, right. It feels like a diet. Like this is the way you ate and this is the way you ate and this is the way you're eating. Hey, Sarah. Instead, we come home to our inner guide that is guiding us all the time. And I like to use the example of a radio dial. I think Denise, you said this when we were chatting that, that intuition is like a radio dial that it's always playing, you know, 99.3 is always playing guns and roses and (laughs) red hot chili peppers, apparently on the oldies station. That's the oldie station now. Um, but when you're, when you don't have the radio and you're not tuned in, you're not even aware. You could even say there's no radio playing right now. There's no guns and roses playing right now. But when you get your radio box, I don't know how the kids use radios these days and you dial, you even go like, it's fuzzy. It's fuzzy. You get little glimpses of things, little glimpses. And then when you tune into that dial to the right station, all of a sudden there's a song there. And you realize the song was playing the whole time. You just weren't tuned into it. It's exactly the same as your inner guide, as your intuition. So I'm really excited to be here today talking deeper about this. Thank you again for being with me today. As you guys know, this free series is part of the launch of Awakened Intuition, which is my five-week intuitive development and third eye activation program. It is unreal. You get to um, discover your intuitive type, how to work with it, discover what is blocking you from your intuition. We talk all about how to call in those higher levels. You'll be practicing it. Um, And there's so much in this program about becoming unblocked to your intuitive gifts, to the flow that run through you. It is just such a life-changing program. And I don't say that lightly because you go from wondering what your intuition is and not maybe knowing fully into being like, that is my intuition. I know how to tune into it. I know when I'm in, I know when I'm not in, I know what to do to get into that flow. It is such an amazing program. Learning your type is so important. So we go through that in week one. And then all the way through, um, we're discovering how to manifest with it, how to quantum manifest with your intuition, teaching manifestation in a way that I've never heard taught before. Spirit brought this to me about combining your intuition with manifestation and your intuitive type. And it's seriously next level. And in the last week, we're doing third eye activation, psychic abilities, mediumship abilities. It truly is a beautiful program that my intention for it is it's one of those programs that changes you, that you have the tools now to go forward with my clients. I don't need someone to need me forever. 
I'd actually rather teach them how to find that for themselves so that they can go out and navigate their life. And that's what this program's all about. So make sure to check the links in my Instagram bio for Awakened Intuition. If you did sign up for this inner guide, for anyone who hasn't, if you want the workbooks and a free meditation gift, you can officially sign up. It's in my Instagram bio. It'll say inner guide. It's obviously free, but you sign up, you get the workbooks, and then you also get a, um, a special link for a discounted rate of awakened intuition that's available for a week for anyone who officially signed up to this. So if you're interested, there's ways there to get a little money off and see all about the program. If you want to ask me any questions, go ahead. It's going to be phenomenal. I cannot wait for this round. It feels very special. The soul's coming into it, making their way toward me. It's next level. So I'm excited. Hopefully I will see you in there. So let's talk about your inner guide. So I have some notes here. If I'm referring to my notes, it's just so I make sure I have everything. I get everything in today because there's so much to talk about. So we're going to start by talking about how to use your intuition intuition in daily life. So this whole thing about the radio dial, that's the first thing that if you've never heard that or thought about that, it's a beautiful thing to recognize. It is always there. And a lot of people think, you know, they'll say to me, like, you have a gift and I don't or my intuition is so blocked, right? This energy of I'm so blocked and I don't know, and it's gone and it used to be here and now it's not, that is keeping you blocked, my love. If you can just embody the energy of it is always there and it's up to me to fine tune my instrument, just like the radio dial. And we get into this in Awakened Intuition, but the state of your body, the state of your mind actually helps you to activate like higher levels of your intuition. So being hydrated actually helps you to become more intuitive, to be that clear channel, having a cleaner body with less processed foods and toxins and stress and stuff like that. It doesn't mean you can't tune in if you eat Doritos, but as you fine tune your body and treat it like a temple, your intuitive abilities take off. And this is the same with manifestation. I say this all the time. It's less about getting somewhere and it's more about clearing the channel to what is already there. And to any of you that are intuitive, that you would consider yourself intuitive, as you develop your intuition, haven't you found that you kind of go like, whoa, that's been there the whole time. I just didn't know how to identify it. I didn't know how to work with it. I didn't know how to trust it. I would hear it and I would run the other way, but it was never gone. So I really want you to know that is that it's, it's always within you and it's your job to clear the channel. That's why people say to meditate or when we are like automatic writing, right? Where you might ask a question, guides, angels, universe, spirit, you know, help me what do I need to know today? And then you put pen to paper and you start writing and you start writing. And for anyone that's done this, you know, after a couple minutes, it's like, it just takes off and you're writing and it's getting scribbly, right? People channel this way. It's, it's one modality that people use, but really in essence, it's not about going and getting anything. It's about clearing the channel. It's not about finding something, even unlocking it. It's just clearing the channel so that you can hear, sense, feel, depending on your type, the intuition that is always there. Your spirit team is always there. Angels, the whole universe, God, your soul is always trying to guide you. In fact, that is their entire job. Your spirit guides, the angels that are around you, your ancestors, your inner being, your higher being, your higher self, your soul, 
that is its only job is to guide you and try to do the best they can to guide you to why you came here, to guide you to your soul's purpose, which isn't just a job. It's turning on. It's recognizing your full power, your full abilities. So to start to use it in everyday life, the very first shift for a lot of people is realizing that it is always there. And then we start to be able to have a little bit of fun with it. And as I said yesterday, in the first week of awakened intuition, we practice for a whole week being led. So I talk about this a lot, like ask to be led, practice being led rather than forcing your way through life, forcing your way through to create the things you want and to make the right decision and just push through and push through practice being led. So that's the first aspect of using it in your everyday life. So the other thing that I really want to bring up today, which is really cool, this really helped me, is there's something called your subtle energy body. So you have a flow running through you. And in Awakened Intuition, actually, each week there's a teaching for the first half and there's an intuitive activation in the second half. So every week we are activating your intuition and this is a huge part of it, is getting to know and tuning in to your subtle energy body. And what this is, is if we had more space to do a meditation, um, like I will in the program, we would tune in, I'd get you take some deep breath, relax your body, see yourself, you know, bathing in golden, relaxing light. And we tune in and we get really subtle and we get really present and we tune into the way our body feels. And I will get people to try to tune in and imagine a current of electricity flowing through your whole body. We feel in our fingertips, this little bit of a buzz. We picture the flow of energy moving through our body. The chi to me, it feels very much like an electrical current. It's just really subtle. And in this subtle energy body, there are so many signals going on all the time. And that's why sometimes in our busy life, as we're going around going, I don't know what the right choice is. Do I do this? Do I do this? Do I do this? But you go into a meditation and it's like, oh, that's what it was. It's again, it's just clearing the channel and tuning into the subtle level of energy that is below the surface. Because when the mind is doing ping pong and it's got like the pros and cons list, you are not tuned into your subtle energy body because your intuition sometimes makes no logical sense. It's not based in pros and cons and what is best for like, what is most logical? What is the smart thing to do? That's not your intuition. That's your head trying to make sense of something. So what we need to do is we need to tune into our body and our subtle energy system and our subtle energy body. And so in this current, in this flow, I will get people to start to try to pick up on their heartbeat try to pick up on the movement going on under the surface. Imagine all of the blood pumping, the hormones, the, you know, the fluids, the systems, the organs, all the digestion that's going on under the surface that you're consciously not aware of. That's your subtle energy body. And it tells you so much. So I'm going to come back to tuning in a little bit more to that, but I want you to really think about how intuition comes as again, cause it's a whisper, in a subtle energy space. So we need to make, if we're trying to make a decision, there has to be a degree of getting still. So in your everyday life, in this being led where you're kind of behind life, you feel into like, 
I'm going to take myself out for lunch. Like, where should I go? Or is this the right decision? Or should I start doing monthly something, something workshops? Or is yoga the thing for me? Or is, should I be going on hikes? Whatever it is. Right. And I say should here because we're kind of consulting our highest self. Ultimately there's no shoulds. And I know that's kind of a tricky word, but what is in my highest interest? What is in my highest, um, in my highest outcome, right? And we get a little bit subtle and we start to pick up on a yes feeling or a no feeling, which I'm going to dive into in a minute. But before I do with the yes and no, I want to talk about your emotions. And a lot of people don't think about this. Your emotions are your guiding system. And it is so simple That when you're feeling good, and I'm not coming to a place to say that all you should do is just feel good, high vibes only. It's not realistic for the human experience. But for the sake of this, when you're feeling good, when you have a moment of gratitude, when you have a moment of perspective where you go, wow, I really am blessed. Or yeah, I might focus on wanting to lose weight, but I can't believe my body has made it through colds and viruses. Maybe it's had children or recovered from surgeries or done long hikes or stood for 10 hours a day or digested your food every freaking day, grew your fingernails. When you actually have perspective where you take a moment and go, wow, that is the indicator that you are linked up with the frequency of source. When you are not feeling good, when you are stressed, when you are anxious, when you're trying to make everybody else feel okay, or you're feeling alone, or you're feeling like you're not enough, or something's going on. And again, this isn't about bypassing, but just to be aware that you're not thinking in the same frequency as source in that moment. Because if you're feeling frustrated about your body and feeling like I'm never going to heal or I'm never going to lose the weight, source doesn't agree with you. So the way you feel that feeling of dis of blech or of worry or of anxiety is the first indicator that you are disconnected from the perspective of source. doesn't mean you're disconnected from source. You're disconnected from the perspective. So I've had a client before that had been through a few divorces or relationships and she was convinced she was going to end up alone and she was considering going back to her ex and it wasn't a happy situation because she's like, I'm going to be alone the rest of my life. And every time she said that, it made her cry. First of all, of course, there's wounds to heal and there's love to be given. But that statement of I'm going to be alone forever is not coming from her intuition and is not coming from her higher being. It's not coming from source. It's what she has mentally deduced or feared, or it's her wound speaking. So the fact that saying I'm never, I'm going to be alone forever feels crushingly shitty is an indication that she's not thinking like source is thinking and source is saying you are worthy. The right person is out there for you. Love yourself. And that love will come, you know, open your heart, whatever else it is, that shitty feeling means that whatever you're thinking about is not aligned with source and sources perspective. So let me know if that resonates with you. So when you're, when you're trying to be guided by your intuition and deeper levels, you want to continuously try to lean into what feels good. And I said yesterday, if you're like, I don't know, I'll always ask, I'll ask clients, if you did know, 
what feels best here, right? And just, it's so funny how that works. It like bypasses the mind that goes, I don't know. And then you go, if I did know, and you go, hmm, I would do this. And it's like, there's your answer, right? So navigating what feels best. It might be scary. Quitting your job or leaving a relationship or starting something new is terrifying, but there is a lightness. There is a, an excitement that happens. I'm wondering, can somebody give me a comment? Um, either nobody's commenting, which is totally fine, but I want to make sure it's not frozen. I can't see any comments right now, uh, but I also can't get Instagram on my computer. So we're just going to roll with this. Um, so tuning into your emotions, tuning into how you are feeling and thinking about when you think about starting your own business or something and a little bit deciphering like the feelings, like there might be scared because that's your ego going like, don't do it. You might fail, right? It might not work, but there's also excitement of like, Ooh, Oh, Hey Katie. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thank you guys. Um, and so just detecting your emotions on a very subtle level in that subtle energy body. And for you guys, I know you're intuitive. I know you're empathic. Your emotions change, your feelings change. So starting to tune in and I'll witness now when I'm feeling good. And then that moment that I start getting crunchy and it'll be like a trigger, something happens. And I start going like, and my, my shoulders start raise, like raising. And I start going like, ah. And it, that was that detection of, I am getting out of the frequency of source. I was feeling good. I was feeling like, I'll work this out. It'll all work out. Shine girl. Life is beautiful into they don't care. Or why did they say that? Or it's never going to work. So starting to really pick up on your subtle energy system to note if you are synced up or in line with what source is telling you, because your intuition will never give you something that makes you feel shitty. Even if it's saying, you know, you need to leave the relationship or something that's scary that you haven't wanted to admit, you'll know deep down that it's true. So just remembering that if you're feeling crappy, it's an, in, it's an indication to be aware right now. I'm believing something that is not coming from my intuition. So really that simple. If you look in the mirror and you feel crappy thoughts about your body, or you feel like you're never going to do it, that indication is that you're not listening to your intuition. It's coming from your ego. So that's a beautiful way to recognize in your daily life, as your emotions change, as your subtle energy system changes, you start to become aware, am I locked into intuition right now? And if you're not feeling good, then you're not. And we don't need to force ourselves out of it and force ourselves into a better feeling place, but you can guide yourself back with love and go, okay, I witness I'm starting to not feel good. We talked about yesterday, the ego, you, you don't abolish the ego and get rid of the ego. You just become less committed to being in emotionally involved with its stories. So when you hear, I'm going to be alone forever, I'm never going to do it, or this is hopeless, go like that feels gross. That does, that feels constricting. It does not feel good. That means I'm not in with my intuition. So I'm going to take a deep breath, hand on the heart, give yourself a hug, just connect to yourself and go, okay, I recognize I've strayed from being in alignment with source and what source is telling me, what source thinks of me, thinks of this situation. And I'm going to guide myself back to love by giving love to myself. 
and just breathing and going, okay, I invite my intuition to come in and see what it has to say about this. Please help me to see the perspective of source, to hear my intuition or to sense it because I've gotten off track. So hopefully that helps. And recognizing that your emotions are your guiding system. When you are feeling like, of course it's going to work and I'm just doing my best and I'm figuring it out. You are aligned with your intuition that is saying, you're doing your best. You're figuring it out. Keep going. Right. But when you're saying it's never going to work, I'm not enough. That's not your intuition ever. So now I want to talk about yes and no feelings and being led in your day. I want to go more into that. So the, the energy of being behind life, you following what life is doing. So yesterday I talked about you being a deliberate creator. Actually, sorry, it was on the podcast episode yesterday, um, talking about how you're making decisions and you have free will and the universe is responding to you. But within that, we can also be led by spirit. It's like when you ask for a sign and then you get the sign and you're like, I knew it, I've got to go to Spain or this person is right for me or... I'm, I'm supported. I'm on the right path. I'm seeing the signs. That's you being led by life. So continue doing that stuff. Not necessarily that you have to always be asking for, pardon me, for signs or validation or anything, but allowing life to guide you. What feels good? I'm like, okay, I've been wanting to work out a bit more. What feels good? What calls me? Well, I saw that, that actually that dance video that like, I'm not a dancer, but that kind of looked fun. I'd kind of like to dance around my living room. I'd like to kind of try that or, oh, Pilates. I haven't done it in a decade, but it just keeps sticking in my mind or yoga or stretching or anything. Allow yourself to be led by life. Let life to guide you by how it feels, by what calls you, what buzzes you. I like to say that intuition feels like a buzz. Maybe the first time you heard me or you, you know, heard a podcast that really resonated or you saw a person that maybe turned out to be a friend or a lover or something. And when you saw them, they gave you that like, Ooh, I don't know what it is, but they're important in my life. That's your intuition, right? So being led is the thing that will allow you to be guided by your intuition. Intuition isn't forced. It's about you picking up on the cues that are running through you. And as I said, your body is your temple. So depending on your intuitive type, which we get into in awakened intuition, you're either feeling, knowing, sensing in some way, right? I'm clairaudient. I hear there's clairvoyance. You see there's different ways that intuition flows through you, but ultimately it's you being led by that. When I'm in a session with a client, I hear something and then I say it. I'm like, your team is saying this. I'm being led by the team. I'm not ahead of the team. I'm not pretending guns a blazing that I know everything. I'm waiting to see what spirit needs to say first. And that guides the conversation. That's intuition. So what the, one of the biggest things that you can do to enhance your intuition is to actually tune into source daily. So there's an episode on the podcast, um, a few ago from like last week, I think about creating a daily practice. This is a beautiful way to just connect with spirit daily. So whether you're pulling cards or you're going in nature, or you're meditating, breath work, mala beads, intuitive dance, whatever it is for you connecting into source daily, plugging in, and it doesn't have to be a 45 minute meditation or some big grand thing. It's just taking a moment to connect into your inner being that will make it so that as you go through life, 
you're just more connected as your default, as the way you operate, you're more connected because you're tuning in daily, you're plugging in daily. So really becoming familiar with the feeling of source, the feeling of like, "Mm, this feels warm. I feel protected. I feel not alone. I'm receiving some signs. This is where we start to verge into intuitive superflow, where we are just, we are our intuition. We are using it as a constant antenna, antenna to move through life. It's always guiding us. It's always there. And that's what you're moving toward is this place of just being intuitively led and that actually being the most important thing. For me, it is more important that my intuition tells me something's right than logic. Like hands down, I don't even make decisions from logic anymore, which is hard for some people. And that's cool. And that's a trajectory. And that's a place that you can move into if you wish. But to me, I pick my mentors, I pick my trips, I pick what I do in my day if I don't have a bunch of calls or something on my intuition because it's leading me and I connect to source all the time so that that feeling is actually very familiar and it becomes the most important feeling over what I should do. I'm so glad this is resonating. This is awesome. So I want to talk about yes and no feelings, right? As you start connecting in and tuning into your subtle energy body, And learning how to detect the flow that is within you, the the guidance, the GPS, intuition is a GPS, taking you your shortest route to where you want to go. So when you have desires, you've been calling out for things, right? You want to feel comfortable in your skin. You want to live a life of freedom. You want more abundance. You want support and you want to feel good about your life and about yourself. You've already placed that end destination, which are these goals, Your intuition is the turn left, turn right, U-turn, you know, there's a block, there's a blockage, take a U-turn, go here, go there. It's aware of traffic and potential blocks and it will get you there in the fastest way. But it's just like a regular GPS. If you get in the car and you hit start and you don't pay attention to what it's telling you, You're not going to end up in Seattle or wherever it is that that GPS is pointing to. You're literally just going to be like, well, what if I go there? Or like, I should go there because what if I miss out on this? And then you're like, never mind. And you go over here and then this isn't where I wanted. Never mind. I'm going back. I'm giving up. And halfway back, you're like, no, I can't give up. Like, think of you getting to Seattle, unless you already live in Seattle, from wherever you are with that with this flaily, like based in, like, I don't want to get it wrong. I don't know what I should do. What did you guys do to get to Seattle? And what did you guys do? And they're like, we went on the I-95. I don't know. I'm just pretending I'm American. And you're like, what? The I-95? But like, they're coming from like Delaware. So like their route to get to Seattle is different than yours. We can't just be like, where did you go? And what happened here? We need to have our own GPS to get from where we specifically are And navigating our specific blocks and the things that can come up in our experience to get to where we want to go. That is your GPS. So detecting that turn left, turn right, detecting that yes, go this way. So picking up on yes and no feelings. It is so simple. And I feel like some people teach this to their kids. I know I've taught this to my kids. My mom used to talk about this with me. It's something that a kid can understand. It is so simple. There is a yes feeling and a no feeling deep down inside you. And most of you 
when there's a time that you didn't listen to your intuition, we go, Oh, I know I should have listened, but I just, you know, I just didn't know. And I was just worried and like, Oh, looking back, like that was a disaster. I should have just listened to my intuition. Right. I shouldn't have gone out last night. I knew I wanted to stay home. I knew I should have, but I felt bad. I went out and I had some drinks and it wasn't a good night and I feel shitty today. I should have just stayed home and done self-care or cleaned or watched a movie. I know. Or bigger red flags. Maybe it's someone in a relationship that we're just afraid that we might not find anyone. So we get into a relationship and we don't leave even though we know we should. We know deep down this is not right. This doesn't feel right. I deserve more. I'm not fully happy but we go, ah, I don't know. Right. So thinking about those times you have not listened and acknowledging that there was a yes and no feeling in you that whole time. And by tuning into more and more subtle levels of your energy, that is where your intuition comes and not to like give away too much of the program, but that is the exact same thread as your psychic abilities, as your mediumship abilities is subtle energy getting so still that you're just open to what's coming through. And as you learn your type and learn how to know how to witness it and how to experience it and Hey, mercy, know what it feels like as it moves through you, you start to detect subtle waves of subtle yes and no energies. So Start to notice and memorize these feelings in your cells. That's why yesterday for part of the homework was start to reflect on times you've had intuitive nudges before and what did it feel like and why do I think it was intuition? It seems simple, especially if you've been practicing intuition, you're like, okay, I don't know, but like really thinking about in your cells, what did it feel like in your subtle energy body? Hey, Marcy, what did it feel like? So I like to think of it as a yes or no. And you guys, I've done this, I've done this, um, exercise years ago. So some of you may have heard me do this where we say, okay, so close your eyes or just listen. If you're driving, don't close your eyes and imagine yourself walking through your house and you go into your closet. And as you reach into your closet, you take off the hanger, a no sweater, a sweater that is a no feeling. And you take it off the hanger and you start putting it on and you start getting it on and you pull it down and it's a no sweater to the core. What does that no sweater feel like? So for me, and I'd love to hear you guys. Hey, Tatiana, nice to see you gorgeous. For me, a no sweater definitely has a neck. It's definitely made of like a scratchy wool. It makes me do this, makes me want to just like, it's the opposite of like a light cotton tank top. It's restrictive. It's a little bit small. So as I'm doing this, I'm doing the like fat man in a little coat or big guy in a little coat, that Chris Farley thing. Oh, fat guy in a little coat, fat guy in a, okay. But it's this tight constrictive sweater. And I'd love to know, oh, it just happened to me with a sports bra. Yes. Yes. That's a good one. What is your no sports bra, right? It's like, oh, it hurts my back instantly. And I have like one pancake boob and it's like digging in and just doesn't feel good. Right. Love this exercise. I know. Right. And then, so take that fucking thing off, take that sweater off, just get it off. It's small. It's hard. It's scratchy. You know, whatever yours is, take it off. Okay. We back up. And we reach into our closet and we pull out a yes sweater. 
and you start to put your yes sweater on. For me, it immediately turned into like a cotton bamboo. It's not even a sweater anymore. It's just, or maybe very soft, that soft sweater material that just feels like a pillow or something. And you put on that sweater and you put it on and you just feel, what does this yes sweater feel like? Mm, it's to me, it's loose. As I said, it's soft. It's not scratchy. It feels good. And I look in the mirror and I'm like, hey, hey, look at you with your yes sweater. It hugs you in all the right places. It's loose in all the right places. It's the perfect color, perfect length. It's not like short sleeved. It's like nice and long. Maybe it even has like hoodie, like holes in your sleeves. That's like totally in my yes sweater, I'm sure. Um, and really memorizing that feeling in your body. Yes to me feels light. It feels easy. It feels comfortable. I'm not dying to take it off. I'm actually like, oh yeah, this is nice. It's flattering, whatever else, right? And starting to memorize that feeling in your cells and tuning into that subtle energy body to detect, does this lean toward a yes feeling sweater or does this lean toward a no feeling sweater? The thought of investing, even if it's the best mentor in the world, all the money you have. Your intuition might be going like, you don't need to invest all of your savings and put yourself in this situation just to work with this person. There's other ways or something where you might, the thought of working with them might be like, Ooh, but the thought of spending all of your savings. And if your kids need something or your hot water tank goes, you have nothing goes like, ugh, no, I can't, I can't spend all my savings. That'll show you that's a no right now. And they may come back into your life and you're rolling in it six months later but there'll be that no feeling, that subtle no feeling and remembering the ego and all that stuff. Cause it does take some sorting through to go like, what if it's just fear telling me that? But again, the ego's loud and yelly. Whereas your intuition is just going like, no love, not right now. It doesn't have all the story. doesn't have all the drama. It's just saying, no, you look after you or this isn't right for you. The same way as some food isn't your style or some supplements make your gut hurt. Like it's just different strokes for different folks, right? So really memorizing that yes and no feeling. Other ways of thinking about this is warm fuzzies versus cold pricklies. That's what my mom used to say when I was a kid. She used to be like, does this give you warm fuzzies or is it cold pricklies? And that's something you can use with your kids. You can determine inside is going out tonight, a warm fuzzy situation, or is it a cold prickly situation? If your job gives you cold pricklies all day, every day, there's something that needs to shift. There's something that needs to change may not be the right one for you. So warm fuzzies, cold pricklies. The other way to look at it is like a fuck yes versus a hell no, right? So hosting a retreat is a fuck yes. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. There's large amounts of money going around and down payments and put myself out there and people have to fly and it's scary. And my, my ego is going, does go like, what if nobody comes and are we sure this is going to happen? And what if, you know, in person, everybody is not as inspired by you. There's all the narratives, but the idea of doing it is like a yes, yes, do it. You know, you're meant for this. People have asked for it. It's always been in your vision. Go girl. Right? So that to me is a fuck yes versus the like, hell no, nope. Skydiving's not for me or nope, don't want to do that. I have no interest in doing that or this isn't for me. Right? 
use those terms too, the cold pricklies and the warm fuzzies. Um, so then another way to think about it, just for some of you, cause we all learn different is attraction versus aversion. So there are some people, there was a coach online and I I remember for a little bit, I was considering working with her because this was years ago, very flashy, like manifest anything you want in this amount of time. And I was going like, I need to manifest everything I want in no time (laughs) years ago. Right. And I remember like, just kind of looking at her, like, is this the person I need to hire? And something about like her attitude and like, I'm not saying this in judgment because I'm teaching intuition. So I'm just teaching the way that it flows through me. So something about her energy was like a little bit sort of aggressive and a little bit like, you know what you got to fucking do is fucking do this. And I was kind of going like, yeah, I don't know if that's my spiritual teacher or my person. And then one day I saw her live and she said, you know, I don't care what anyone says. There is no such thing as spirit guides and I'm sorry. And anyone that believes in that is like full of shit. And she was just like doing her cocky thing. And I got this feeling of aversion. I was like, yeah. And I honestly don't even think I've seen her stuff since this was years ago because it really put me off. And that was my intuition going, I don't care how flashy her program is that aversion of like, who are you to say spirit guides don't exist? Like who made you God? Just saying, um, that was an aversion. Whereas lots of other people, including, you know, the mentor I'm working with now, as I said to you, there was an attraction. It was like, I don't know why, but I have to work with her. That's your intuition. So there's yes, no, there's warm fuzzies, cold pricklies, there's fuck yeses and hell no's. And there's this feeling of attraction versus feeling of aversion. So exercise, yoga attracts me. And there could be all the stories of you, but you don't do it a lot or you're not very bendy or, you know, you don't have a yoga body. That's why you do yoga. Like you get bendy, you get flexible, you know, but yoga calls me, but like playing basketball, like even the other day we went to a park and there was basketball hoops. And Phil was like, my husband's like shooting hoops with the kids. And he's like, you want to come in and do a three pointer? And I'm like, nope. I got to play on the swings. (laughs) The swings were giving me an attraction feeling and the basketball was giving me an aversion feeling. Not like I hate basketball. It's just that that's not me and that's okay. And you guys are having fun and I want to dream on the swings. I just want to be like swinging. That makes me feel free, right? So these very simple things that we notice a slight attraction and a slight aversion to things, to people, to situations, right? That is the, a beautiful way to tune into the subtle energy body. Use your emotions for me to be like, like my, it wasn't that I was emotionally distraught over basketball. It was just a very subtle energy, right? That goes like, I have no interest in shooting hoops with you guys. I love watching you. I love hearing the laughter and I love like going, yeah, Maya, good one, you know, from the swings. <laughs> That's what I, where I wanted to be, right? Or climbing around on the monkey bars. How do you discern the nope that comes from the ego shadow? Because sometimes the ego message feels good. Totally. I think it comes back to yesterday is the ego is trying to keep you safe and small. So in that situation of the park, very simple thing and not a very serious thing, which is the good place to practice your intuition. Um, We do this in awakened intuition is practicing it with stuff that doesn't have a lot of heat. It's not just like, am I going to be alone forever? Because that can have shadow and ego. So just for an example, with the park, my ego and my shadow did say, come on, you should be with your kids. Like we don't get a lot of time alone together and all of us were together. And that just like, doesn't happen that much where we have like a day at the park. Like our life is so crazy. You should be in there with your kids. You should be playing basketball. And that was my ego. 
but I kind of stopped and went like, should I? Like, I'm not over here on my phone disengaged or didn't go to the park. Like I'm right here and I'm watching them going, good job, you know, and my little guy's running between them and me. So the ego or the shadow was like, you're not being a good mom. Abandon yourself and what you want to go make them comfortable. But I realized they were having fun. And by me having fun on the swings, that's actually in everybody's highest good. The other part of that is I'd just been playing with my kids for 40 minutes and we'd been all over the monkey bars. We're playing this fun game where they were following me and I'd go up and down here and they follow me and we're laughing. So in that moment, I get to be on the swings and be like in my dreamland of feeling like I'm flying because that's really all I want ever. I either want to be swimming in the sea as a mermaid or flying in the sky as like some mermaid that flies. Those, those are my two modes. <laughs> so the ego is going like, you're not something, something enough. That's selfish, right? I've taken myself away a few times this last year to like a cabin for a couple nights. And one of them I think was three nights and it was like 700 bucks or something in an Airbnb. My ego, my shadow was like, you should not be spending that money on yourself. You should be doing this and you should be doing that. But the truth was, is I was getting really depleted and very tired at home. I was starting to get more irritated with my kids. I was starting to get less patience. And when I tuned in, instead of just going, what's wrong with you, Talia? Come on, be more patient. I tuned in and I was like, I am sensing depletion happening. I'm I'm, I'm sensing a depletion going on inside. What do I need to do? And spirit, my intuition said, you need more space. You need more alone time. It's not selfish. It's actually the best thing you could do for yourself. So I went away and I enjoyed every minute of it. And I came back and they were like, what did you do? And I'm like, I don't know. It was fun. I went on hikes and I had baths and I went to the ocean. I dipped my toes and they were like, oh, that's cool. And life went on. And I actually was a better person because of it. So I think the biggest thing is that the ego is always in this should territory and kind of trying to like order you around out of guilt, out of shame, out of, you can't do this. Right. And the highest self, the intuition is guiding you to higher ground, like have fun on the swings, you know, take some time for yourself. Makes so much sense. The subtle aversion. Yeah. I have been, um, used to big aversion, which sort of made things easier to see and feel through slowing down and even more subtle. Yeah. hundred percent. And as you tune your intuition more, it becomes more and more subtle because usually when we're in a state of suffering, there's big things going on that are like big yeses and nos. And as you kind of even out a little bit in life and start feeling better and your pendulum isn't swinging as much, it becomes much more subtle. And that's where somebody like Deepak Chopra or Ram Dass or whoever that like lives this spiritual life, they're just kind of always being guided in their day, but it's no longer so dramatic. And that's what we're all moving into is this place of subtle and more and more subtle energy guiding us. And we pick up on it because we get to know ourselves. We're like, mm, that's a no feeling. I don't want to go out for dinner tonight. And they're all going, oh, come on. You never come out with us anymore. And your energy is going, I don't want to be around people. I don't want to drink alcohol. I don't want to make small talk. I get depleted. I actually want a bath. And you say, I respectfully decline. I'm busy tonight. I have plans. They don't know your plans are with your Epsom salts, but you're listening to your higher being versus the ego going, come on, please them. Abandon your needs to please them. You're a shitty friend. They're all going to think this. They're probably going to sit around and talk about you. 
That's selfish. No, no, no. Intuition is never selfish ever because intuition will cause you to take some time by yourself, but then it also causes you to send a text and be like, Hey, checking in. I love you to those same friends. It doesn't make you a weird recluse that rejects the world. It actually makes you more empowered. So you have more love to give because you're filling yourself up. So we become more patient with our kids. We become more loving to our friends, even if it's at a little bit of a distance. We love them more fully from a distance instead of being constantly depleted because we're just trying to please them, right? I know me too. I always want a bath. Okay. So I need to wrap up, um, because we're coming to the end here, but I want to talk about intuitive superflow. So intuitive superflow is this place where we get in, where we start connecting to her, as I talk about in the, her work, our higher being, as if that intuition is a narrative that runs through us that we can almost give like a face and a personality to some people. As I said yesterday, I had a client that called their ego, their shitty roommate in their mind. So the, the high self, the intuition. I think even Sarah, you had sacred Sarah at one point, we could give a name to that wiser part of us or tuning into that part of us that has that loving wisdom. I think this is where the devil and angel came from. I know I've talked about this before. I think it's the representation of the ego and the highest self. So when we lean into the highest self, when we lean into the intuition, we start to become guided. And as we do this type of work and we realize this is our soul. This is our highest good. And I'm learning to care about how I feel and love myself and honor my needs. I want to listen. I want to be guided. We start tuning into the more subtle energy. We start just trying it and going like, no, I'm going to be on the swings. Everyone had a great time. And I don't think that that was the time in history that I turned into a shitty mom and I scarred my children. Actually, I'm showing them how to care for yourself how to have self-care. So intuitive superflow is when you start to trust it more, you start tuning into the subtler, more and more subtle levels, going with it, leaping into the unknown, seeing what happens and trusting it more. This is building your trust muscle. But the part that's sometimes missing is that nobody can make you believe your intuition or act on it. It's up to you to act on it. So intuitive superflow comes when you start to notice these things pop up And you start to make quicker and quicker action. Like I really stand behind making quick calls and and doing fast action when you know it feels right. Like when I know that I need to stretch, if I keep putting it off, I don't do it. But if I'm like, my intuition is telling me to stretch right now, I'm going to stretch. Or for any of you that remember, put on the damn socks, right? Or drink water. I'm like, after this thing, after this thing. Meanwhile, two hours goes by and I still haven't drank the water. So you learn to act on it now. And sometimes it's investing in yourself and sometimes it's making some big, bold move. But a lot of times it's acting on those inner nudges, all those examples that I'm saying, what food to eat or what clothes to wear today or to take a minute at the park for yourself or to take yourself away for a weekend and doing it, just doing it and seeing what happens. Leaning on the fact that this is coming from a higher place. This is coming from my soul. My subtle energy is guiding me to do this. So I'm just going to do it. There's this episode on the podcast. It's a while ago now, but it's so good. It's still one of the most popular ones called, called, 
um, exercising your fuck it muscle <laughs> sounds a lot more sexy than it is, but it's really getting to those points where you go, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. And that is where super flow starts. When you trust your intuition, you watch how it pans out and then you build more trust and you get quicker and quicker and quicker at being like, no, I don't want to go out tonight. Yes. This book resonates with me. I bought a book yesterday that just keeps coming to my experience and someone has lent me before and someone has mentioned, and I keep seeing it everywhere. And finally I'm like, okay, I need to go buy it. And now I'm going to read it for myself. And so it's like quicker and quicker action of these things that have been nudging you. This is when we commit. This is what happens when we go all in with our intuition. And we learn that that's what we can trust the most more than anything else in this life. We can trust our inner guide. We can't always trust people. We definitely can't trust our ego to always guide us in the highest you know, realm. We can trust our intuition. That is the part of you that comes directly from your soul. And I invite you to trust it more. I invite you to look at it like if there's anything or anyone that I can trust in this life, it's my higher being. It's myself. And the back end of this is we start building more confidence in ourselves, more confidence in the decisions we make. And we stop going, if I only would have done this, or what would have happened if I did this, if I didn't, if I did, and we are in this constant, no confidence in what we're doing area. Instead, we get, we go all in, we learn to commit, we start trusting more and more. You start learning more about your intuition. You start leaning into it. Then you start noticing this book and that person. And you'll notice and like, holy crap, I didn't notice all this stuff coming to me before. But now that I'm trusting and now that I'm tuning in, there's a lot of stuff coming to me that intuitively feels right. Or the guidance gets more and more obvious, more and more clear. And that is all about intuitive superflow is when you lead with the light, when you choose to trust in that higher being in your soul, it is nuts. The people that come into your life, the things that come into your life. When I decided to start healing my body and decided to not accept that this is a genetic thing that cannot be healed. And I started opening up to like, okay, universe, I believe that I can be pain-free, even though I've been in pain since I was 12. I believe that I can. I'm finally at this place where I am ready. What's going on? And like I said, in came a flood of information and programs about how we store trauma in the tissues of our body. And I'm going like, this is new information. Like I've never thought about this before. Medical medium came in with some nutrition stuff about detoxing. My new mentor came and it's all been this flood of a few months of recognizing I am holding trauma in my body. That's why I'm in pain oh my goodness, now I can heal through this. But that came to me through the calling and then watching what came into my experience. The medical medium kept coming to my experience and buzzed me. I'd be like, well, what's this? Oh my goodness, this is interesting. Started trying the smoothie, started, you know, and it's this evolving thing. And now I'm sitting here going like, without a shadow of a doubt, I know I'm healing myself. And I know that everybody watching, everybody listening, will see me go through a rapid transformation in the next year in relation to my body, to my pain, what I'm carrying, because finally I have some answers. I've been in however many years since I was 12, I'm now 38 math. 
um, <laughs> of my entire life or most of my life of being like, what the hell's going on? Is this just going to get worse? Why am I the one that's broken? It's none of those things. It's that I'm storing shit that I've been through. And now it's become really obvious through my intuition. Nobody told me that I was open first. And then I started noticing what was coming into my life. That's super flow where you have a desire and you start noticing the solutions. And because you've been practicing leaning in and being brave and trusting, you start practicing taking that action and you start really making progress in your life. You start all of a sudden actually making more money or clients are coming easier or you're finding answers like I'm finding that deeply make sense. I've unlocked things from past lives. I've seen all of this different stuff and I'm going, oh my goodness, like no wonder I was in pain. It's obvious now. And it's obvious what I am to do and more pieces are coming. I'm not there. I'm not figured all, all of it out, but really important pieces are falling into place. And that's where we get into super flow. When we are paying attention, when we're listening and we start working with our soul and we start paying attention to where this life is guiding you because it's not all on your shoulders and you are not alone. You are being guided to quantum leaps to huge shifts in your life, to miraculous healings, to miraculous releasing of weight or dis-ease or anxiety or people that no longer serve you, career changes, all of the things you're looking for, the abundance, you're being led right now. It's always there. It's always leading you. It's just learning how to tune in. So that is intuitive superflow. And so for your homework today, in the workbook. Again, if you haven't officially signed up and you want the workbook, the link is in my Instagram bio. If you sign up, you'll get both the workbooks for day one and two and a free meditation and a link for a special rate for awakened intuition. If you want to join and go on a five week journey, imagine in two days, what we've covered, imagine five weeks, imagine practicing, imagine my intuition all over your life, helping you to develop these things and experience these things and activate your gifts. It's going to be life-changing. So your homework is where is life leading me toward? Where am I being pulled right now? Paying attention to that subtle energy body. There's a bunch of prompts and you can go through and see which ones intuitively call you. But these are some examples. Where have I experienced a heck yes before? Where have I experienced a hell no? What does my no sweater feel like? What does my yes sweater feel like? Um, in your best life, in your most connected life, what is your intuition? What is the relationship with your intuition? When you're being her, when you're in your highest expression, how does she or he or they interact with their intuition? How do they tune in daily? Do they use it as a guiding force? Does this feel like something you're going for that your inner being is calling you for? What is the relationship with the intuition that she has? Um, what do you feel right now in your subtle energy body? I love to do this as a journaling exercise where I just pause. I do that thing where I breathe, I tune in, I get relaxed, tune into my energy, my subtle energy body. And I just say, what's there right now? And then I kind of write like peace. I feel good. I feel, you know, at ease or I feel whatever it is. Maybe you feel some tension in your shoulders, some tension in your gut, like picking up on things on a very subtle level is the same frequency as your intuition and teaches you how to tune in on that deeper level. Um, have you ever been in super flow where you're trusting and shit's coming and you're trying things on or a time when you got really clear guidance, you acted on it. 
and then you saw something beautiful happen. You didn't know why you had to go to Japan and then you went to Japan and you had these crazy experiences or it was so fulfilling. It was a solo trip and it built your confidence, whatever, right? Has there been a time you've heard your intuition, sensed your intuition, acted on it and something beautiful happened from it? So I want you to think if you've been in intuitive superflow before, what do you know that puts you in that state? What is it that you need? Intuitively ask, what do I need to get into superflow where I'm trusting and I'm leaning in? And then is it important to you to develop this gift? Do you feel like this is next in your journey? And the reason why I get you to ask yourself that is because intention is everything and acknowledgement is everything. So by acknowledging I'm ready and yes, universe, I see it now. You, I'm intuitively seeing you've been calling me to develop my intuition through this live stream, through this two day thing, and then go out and either consider taking the program with me or listen to other podcasts on intuition, read a book of about it, talk to people that are intuitive, whatever it is, just start soaking it up because you are being led there if that's what feels right to you. So just inquiring about those things and watching for times you can take quick action. Like I said, saying no to going out tonight or yes, maybe it's that you have three kids at home and you feel guilty and you just want to go out with the girls and your inner being is saying, go out with your friends. You're like, you know what? I'm not going to feel bad. I'm going to go out with my friends because that makes me feel good. Or I'm going to say no to those friends and I'm going to have a bath, right? So I want to invite you to consider these things for yourself. Ask about when you've sensed your intuition, felt it, acted on it, what has happened, and really tuning into that subtle energy body, those emotions flowing through you and getting just a bit more still to see the answer. Because I'm telling you, my love, you can go to all the psychics, you can go to all the mediums, what's going on here and what's this and what's that but they're not going to tell you something you didn't already deep down know. And I believe in activators. As I said yesterday, I believe in being activated by people, but I see people sometimes in this endless struggle of you tell me what's wrong with me and you tell me what's wrong with me and you tell me what's next and you tell me what's next. You are robbing yourself of discovering this gift within because nobody knows your truth. Like, you know, your truth. And when I'm working with people, I always say a bunch of stuff. This is what's coming forward. How does that feel? What does that bring up in you? And then they start talking and they go, yeah, that part really. So it's like, I'm not in charge of you. I don't have access to anything you don't have access to. I've just practiced it because at one point my life depended on it. I was headed into an addiction. I was headed into eating disorder. I was already in that, but I was headed nowhere and I had to get out. It felt like life or death. And I've been practicing for the last decade and a bit. And that's where I, that's why I'm here doing this, connecting with spirit guides, connecting, being led by my intuition all the time. It's just been practice and you have access to that too. Your body's already being activated. Yes, it's so good. I'm so grateful you guys are here for this. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you do feel like Awakened Intuition's right for you, check out the links. It's in your email. It's in the workbook. It's in Instagram. If you can't find it, reach out to me. If you're part of Inner Guide, you get a special deal on joining for the next week. The coupon or the link is active for the next week. So let me know if that does feel like something that is intuitively right for you. And no matter what, you can always practice what you learned in this, in this series, go back to the journal prompts and really over everything, just start tuning in more and more subtle and asking yourself, does this feel like a yes? Does this feel like a no? If I did know, what is it leaning toward? Sometimes it's very subtle 
And it's like, it's leaning toward a no. So I'm just going to pause. And I say this all the time with manifestation. If it's not a heck yes, then it's a no. And there's more no's because not every path is there for you. You're not supposed to do Pilates and running and this and that to get healthy. There's one or two or three things that are there for you. So it's tuning in to like, where is my path? You don't have to eat all the health food. You find the food that's healthy that works for your body. Or you don't have to listen to all the music. You find the music that suits you for your body, for your heart. And that's what's right for you. So just tuning in, seeing what's right for you. And I'm going to encourage you in whatever form or fashion through YouTube, podcast, whatever, keep developing this gift because you're being called to it for a reason. Your soul is calling for it. Your soul is like, we have struggled for so long. Come back home, come back home. This is the only thing that you truly can trust. The way to find that path for you, the quickest way, the most pleasure filled way. Sometimes it's going to be through growth and hard stuff like inner child work for me is no easy, you know, walk in the park, but it's the way to heal. It definitely is for me right now in this season. So Thank you guys. Thank you, Indra. Thank you, Marcy. Hello, Abby. Thank you so much. Yeah. No matter where you are in the journey, you can always tune in more. I can tune in more. We can all do it. And when we do it together, we're really activating the light that is within and your soul's purpose. The reason your soul is here is to become deeper or to become more deeply connected to expand, right? So your inner being is calling you for a reason. So I love you guys so much. I'm going to go pick up my daughter from school. I hope that you have a fantastic day. Let me know if you have questions about awakened intuition, anything else. I love to hear your feedback. Feel free to send me a message at any time. I'm sending you guys so, so, so much love. You're already more intuitive than you know, I promise. Okay. Love you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode. It truly means a lot and I really, really hope that it served you. I invite you to check out the show notes. There's all sorts of action down there, including the Awakening Her daily practice, which is a beautiful daily practice to process your emotions and manifest what it is that you want. In the show notes, you'll also find the Awakening Her manifesting apparel store, how to reach me on Instagram and Facebook, as well as some one-to-one opportunities. So make sure to check that out and I'll see you in the next episode.